Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris Ruffalo. It is Monday, September 12th, 2022, here with your live show. Live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Of course, we do free picks every day. No excuses. We just keep rolling with our free picks. Of course, uh, our best bets always over at the uh, premium area. And you can use that discount code WIN15. Get 15% off all of your purchases. Chris, NFL Week One, one more game left, but uh, how did Sunday treat you? I got, I did well early and not so good late. Yeah, I did pretty well. Um, you know, had a couple of nice underdogs thrown in there, and yeah, made some made some money throughout the uh, the afternoon card. It was just Sunday night that got me the the Dallas Cowboys deciding to you know not show up and and, and play football. Yeah, I gave out a few um, tidbits on the uh, on the show where we where I didn't necessarily agree with everybody. That hit, and then I had a few that you know just absolutely laid an egg for me. Um, you know, the big discussion is you know it wasn't you know Romanelli and and I had this discussion. It's not, it wasn't Mitch Trubisky beat me. It was the Steelers yeah. defense. You know, yeah. and no doubt about it. And my 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 thing on the show had nothing to do with you know the Steelers defense. It was all about Trubisky, and he was horrible. And so yeah. was Trey Lance, hideous, you could say. Trey Lance lost as you know, one of the biggest favorites on the board. Um, lost outright by nine points in that game. He was terrible. Chris, get a chance to take a peek at Soldier Field in the downpour yesterday. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a couple of uh, late images of a guy sliding in the water, doing the belly slide into the end zone. But uh, yeah, that was a, that that field was a mess yesterday. And, Definitely didn't do anybody any favors for sure. Well, both teams play on the same field, and that's just the way that you know the game goes. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. sometimes, uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes it rains. You know that's what they say, and uh, it certainly rained in Chicago yesterday. But I'll tell you, um, Trey Lance was just absolutely hideous, man. He was hideous. It was they would not even let him throw the ball um, on third and long. That's how bad he was because the the balls were floating over receivers' heads. And, um, you know, he was, it would just be luck that the Bears didn't intercept him. And, you know, the Niners had the lead in that game and looked to be, you know, on their way. And uh, Justin Fields um, showed that he was by far the better quarterback on that field yesterday. And, uh, you know, the monsters of the midway. I lost on the Titans yesterday. I believe you have the Giants in that one. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Titans gift wrapped that thing for the Giants. They had a chance to really put them away. They fumbled the punt. Um, I know that um, you know the Giants ended up not scoring on that drive, but swung you know kind of swung the game there. The momentum. There was a few big big hits that the Giants got on them, and um, you know at the end of the game or close to the end, Saquon Barkley on a breakaway run. The Titans swat the ball out of his arms from behind, and the ball goes out of bounds. Yeah, that was a very big play. And then, um, you know, we saw a lot of big injuries yesterday. Dak Prescott um, gone for quite some time. Cowboy season is over. Um, we have um, T.J. Watt injured again. Um, Peck looks like a Peck could be a season yeah. ender. And um, you know, it's. Uh, I don't think the Giants. I think I think that the Giants played decently. I think that the Titans played poorly. 
really. I think Tannehill played poorly. I think the play calling on third and one, um, calling a jet sweep. Yeah. As opposed was... to as opposed when you have Derrick Henry, kind of reminds me of the Marshawn Lynch in the Super Bowl I when Russell Wilson just... threw the interception. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, what yeah. are, exactly I... are you thinking? That is what cost them the game. That was the game. Yeah. You know, right there. I was just going to say the exact same thing. But, uh, that, that was my first thought. Why are you not? And I and that was that's from a guy who had the Giants. I'm sitting with my hands on my head, like, why are you not passing the, or handing the ball off to uh, Derrick Henry? But did you happen to catch halftime at all? Because the first halftime show, the early halftime show, I hit every single game except yeah. for the Dolphins. So I lost the Dolphins because they didn't. They lost the second half, but we won every single other second yeah. half. Except when we passed, we roofloaded the uh, Falcons Saints. I had the Falcons for the game, but we roofloaded Falcons Saints. But um, we hit every other halftime. I didn't have a pick on Texans Colts, but Jay had Jay had it. So um, we had that, and then the night game. How refreshing is this? I liked the Cowboys still at halftime, and Jay took the Bucks. He's like, I, I'm not agreeing with you. I don't care. <laughs> it was like it was super refreshing you know it's like have your own opinion understand th- what you're talking about and it was just like i don't have to carry the load anymore you know it's just nice for me and it's kind of like you know there's two opinions and it's like if they want to say oh yeah we well, jay mitch sucks or whatever whatever it's like it's not a competition you know it's, it's certainly you know it's not a competition if we, if we went back to the early games i think you know I think the, the overall scoreboard would tell you a different story, but he nailed that um, Sunday night, and that was his team too. So, yeah. yeah, real good stuff. And I know other people doing halftimes out there these days. You know, we're the original and still the best, and we appreciate everyone that tunes in. There's some crappy, crappy stuff on YouTube these days, isn't there? Some real oh, yeah. garbage. Oh yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> it's funny that like. Um, you know, we always like try a bunch of different things and like some things work and some things don't. That's why you see different people on these shows and different people come and go pick dogs and all that different stuff. But it's like, you know, we find what works and we, we continue to do those things. And then, you know, we continue to go other people. They just copy everything. Right. It's like, they're like 10 steps behind. They're even using the same people, you know, sometimes (laughs) that we got rid of, you know, it's like, well, they fired them. You know, it's like, uh, maybe maybe they'll be good here. <laughs> They're probably still better than anything you got. <laughs> good evening, ladies and germs. How that elephant got in my pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> Do you know that? Do you know that one? No. That's like the that's like the oldest joke. Last night I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got into my pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. It's bad. It's bad. It's Monday. We don't have that many games to cover, so we got a little bit of time to kill. <laughs> we have to use the A material. College NBA. football heading into week three. Scott Frost is fired. We knew that was going to happen, you know. Yeah. And we it was kind of um, the writing was on the wall before they ever kicked off on Saturday. Yeah, fifteen million on the buyout there. Yeah, they didn't want to wait till October first when it would have been cut in half. Is that really it? 
Yeah, it would have been down to seven and a half million October first for the buyout. But. That's a um, what that is is a payoff somewhere, you know. Yeah, because it's you're talking, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. But we've got yeah. Monday Night Football, NFL still left. Um, you know, with um, every week in college football with the upsets and with everything. And there's going to be, you know, there's going to be more and more upsets, you know, every year. Because the transfer portal opens it up for people that, for guys that signed with big name programs to go somewhere where they can play. It's guys that signed with big name programs, didn't get a chance to play there. And now they have a chance to go somewhere else and play. So you're going to see these other programs have top-notch guys and, um, you know, be able to compete. You're going to see a lot more of these upsets. But that's the first Monday night football game of the the year. And oddly enough, we talked about this, and you didn't say anything. And normally you're way more on top of this than I am. But so the way that it works this year is that the opening Monday night football, there's just one game. But next week, two. two games. Yeah. Do we go to three games for week three? Is that how this goes? <laughs> Soon it's like week seventeen. It's like there's only sixteen games. One team plays twice. <laughs> yes. One team plays twice. All right. Well, we got the Broncos uh, taking on the uh, Seahawks. Geno Smith is starting for the. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's like, I get the storyline and all that other stuff, but it's still, at the end of the day, it's the Seahawks hosting the Broncos. Seattle, definitely a, a really one of the tougher buildings in the NFL. And we certainly saw a tough building yesterday in Minnesota where I say, you know, I say it all the time, that building is just very, very, very tough. Um, Seahawks have any chance here? I mean, any chance with Geno? It's, it's. I think it's slim, but I think I also like the under in this one. I expect this to be just a low-scoring game. I expect there to be a, a lot of, uh, you know, struggling from the Seahawks. I expect this to also be a bit of a, uh, bit of a uh, sort of a black and blue type of game. A lot of, a uh, lot of three and outs. You know, a lot of play between the twenties. But uh, ultimately, I think it comes in under the number. I, I think it's still at was it around forty and a half. I'm not sure. Okay. Trying to see right now. Let me see. Uh, 40, 43 and a half. It went up, so I think it's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, I like the I like the under a lot in I, this one. I'm with you on the under, and of course I'll be here at halftime with uh, with Jay Briggs. We'll see exactly where we stand. Some of these games where it's kind of like you know when it's just these one off games. You know, it's like obviously we have to talk about. It. Obviously we're gonna have premium picks, and obviously you know all the other pieces to that puzzle. But at the same time, it's like. We're forced to to do these games, and it's like, I don't even really like this game, you know? Because it almost looks too easy. Right? It almost looks too easy. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm with you on the under. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of points. I think Russell Wilson, what we've seen from him is that, you know, he, he, it always is interesting. He's got the cannon yeah. arm, but it never looks pretty, right? He has a really good arm. He's super athletic. He's a great quarterback, Super Bowl champion, 
You know, he's played in other Super Bowls. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's always this, <laughs> right, all over the place thing. And uh, that's the way it generally will work. Huh. Anyways, I'm on the under as well with you, Chris, in this thing. And I'll be on on halftime of Monday Night Football. Any props for this thing? Should we look at the props? Go to the betting tools, maybe? Yeah, let's go to the props. See if they have anything on the props, because week one. Players, NFL. Nope. No props. Nothing on the props. All right, I'll have to check in with the tech guys. See what the deal is with the props. Prop shop. Everyone's doing props. All right, we go to Major League Baseball. We got early game. We got the uh, Marlins taking on the Texas Rangers. Marlins Rangers doubleheader. Yeah. Game one, uh, one ten start. Trevor Rogers and Glenn Otto. A little yurfy for you, Chris. I mean, I, I had a feeling that's where you were going to go with this one, so maybe. But uh, Trevor Rogers actually has looked better, you know, coming back. Yeah. He, yeah. he last year he was the number one, you know, for the Marlins. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I, I obviously don't think it's going to be like that for the foreseeable future with Sandy sort of taking that next step. But uh, I think I'm going to still lean towards the under here. These are two teams that have had offensive issues for, you know, the better part, at least the Miami Marlins, better part of the last couple of months, and uh, the Texas Rangers more, more recently. But, uh, yeah, I just think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think Glenn Otto versus Trevor Rogers is a bit of a better pitching matchup than I would have, you know, expected earlier, maybe about a month ago. But, uh, yeah, give me, give me the under here. I think it's just going to be a low-scoring game. You know, a lot of uh, lot of ground balls, <laughs> a few double plays thrown in there, and uh, ultimately an under. Yeah, Al Michaels gone from that Sunday Night Football crew. But Chris Collinsworth, you thought that with the hoarse voice, maybe he would say less. <laughs> um, I, usually don't watch oh, no. the, I usually don't watch these games with sound, but this guy's a <laughs> jerk. Is he, it's like, are you a jerk or just a jerk face? Maybe both. Yes, Chris, you're you're smarter at football than the rest of us. Thanks for reminding us every time you open your pie hole. (laughs) How smart did John Lynch look like yesterday as general manager? Oh, boy. Very, very little sympathy for John Lynch, huh? <laughs> I don't think you've ever had sympathy for John Lynch. I think that's, the, I think it's it's an annual tradition is that we have a John Lynch bashing party. Yeah, at least well, once. Trey Lance, um, you know, Jimmy G sitting there on the sideline laughing. He's like, I'm getting paid fifteen million. I'm good. Well, the thing is, is that you know, another what happens when Trey Lance does that again? Yeah, which it's going to happen. I mean, he stinks. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much. I mean, 
certain quarterbacks you can see, even though they have rough starts or whatever, they kind of, um, they kind of, uh, you know, you could see that like Trevor Lawrence, you know, he had the skills and stuff, but it's like this guy, nah. <laughs> nope. Oh, that Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> You think he cares that Tyreek Hill is gone? He certainly oh. didn't act like it. <laughs> now next man up. Next man up is the Guardians, Connor Pilkington. <laughs> yes, I used to have a locker next to him at the country club, Connor Pilkington. <laughs> Reed Detmer is on the mound for the Angels. Chris, you ever, you ever have a... Uh, have a have a martini with Pilkington after a uh, after playing some croquet over at the club. After a hot stone massage. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else there, but we're glad that's where you went. Easy, easy. Um, but you don't know. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Guardians here. Um, you know, Pilkington making his return to the rotation. And, you know, Reed Detmers has arguably been one of the maybe the number two or number three in the Angels rotation this season. Tell you, the, Angels, the, Guardians, the Angels have had a lot of guys that have pitched like number two this season. That's for sure. <laughs> give, your, give yourself, give, give yourself the the drums the, the there. There you go. <laughs> it's Monday. I red eyed at home. I, I had to fly coach. <laughs> I'm holding it together the best I can. This is this this is how he got through the flight. He was writing down all the A material and Z material, <laughs> just trying to keep stuff on standby. I, I, um, I'm like, coach. I'm next to like some bodybuilder. It's like it's like I'm on the aisle. This guy's in the middle seat. He's got me because I'm you know, it's got me pushed basically into the middle. Every time someone walks out, they like hit me in the head. <laughs> like, yeah, gotta love coach. Extra leg room. What about extra everything else room? <laughs> Pilkington. Extra man sitting next to you. Pilkington, um, you I, say. <laughs> I like. I just. I like the, the way the Guardians are playing right now. They they turned it on against the Minnesota Twins. Got some big wins there, and now I think they're going to try to just twist the knife and drive it home a little bit more here. They're catching the Angels off of that series loss against Houston, and uh, I think. The Guardians come out and get the job done here, so I'm going to take the Cleveland Guardians in this one. Yeah, um, I'm with the, I'm with you too. Like I said, I used to play golf with Pilkington at the club. No, I'm just, I never did. But wasn't that the name of the butler? <laughs> it's like, and I never slice. <laughs> Gambling is forbidden at Bushwood. And I never slice. <laughs> That's what it is. You ever see that, Chris Caddyshack? No. Oh my God! It is. This is. You have to watch this. By That's why I. I'm. I'm <laughs> trust me. Whenever you say that, I always make a note of it, and I always follow through. And if I don't, like, I at least get the. I at some least of the, get the best. Some of the, the best movie watch. lines in the history of movies are all in that movie. It's like. Gambling is prohibited, Bushwood, and I never slice. And then there's also, you know, and the the judge is club champion, and I'm no slouch myself, Chevy Chase. Don't cut yourself short. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> <laughs> 
that I've heard a few times, but now I know the origin of it. <laughs> what do you do for fun? I like bullfights on acid. Skinny skiing. <laughs> I can never say I've ever partaken in skinny skiing. Tigers taking on the Astros. Eduardo Rodriguez up against Framber Valdez. I don't think Framber pitched too well last time, right? Yeah, four, four runs, runs two runs. Gave up a loss against Texas. Ended a, a streak of one, two, three, four, five, six wins in his last six decisions prior to that. What do you think? You think Framber bounces back? The return yeah, of Framber. Yeah, I think so. I think I think that that bad start was just a lot of you know the fact that the Texas Rangers it was the third time that they were seeing him in a span of what three and a half weeks, so they were bound to get to him eventually. And um, this 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 for me just about the fact that the uh, Detroit Tigers still the worst offensive production uh, team in the uh, in the major leagues this season, and I just expect this to to once again have the uh, the lack of offense come back to haunt them here. So. I'll go with the under between the uh, the Astros and Tigers. Back on that Pilkington, I forgot to mention that the Angels have the, the Guardians have beaten the Angels eleven times in a row. But um, on the other side of this one, uh, the Tigers actually have covered the run line against the Astros like a million times in a row too. But Framber probably on a mission in this one, and I don't know the Astros are just a wrecking ball right now. Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh. Mike Miner um, taking the hill. I've seen different pitchers listed, but as far as I know, it's Bryce Wilson. Um, is that correct or incorrect, Chris? Uh, that's who I've been seeing is uh, Bryce Wilson. What do you think? So, you know, with uh, with with Miner and Wilson, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm actually going to take the Cincinnati Reds. You know, Mike Miner, he's actually pitched semi-capably in his last three starts, which is a far cry from where Miner's numbers have been for much of the year. His last three starts, he's allowed a combined five runs over uh, 18 and a third innings of work, and I think he's starting to get that he's starting to get that ERA down, which into you know sub six, which is never again never something I thought I'd say about Mike Miner. Bryce Wilson, you know he's he's just he's not the answer for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's not a pitcher I, I see staying with their rotation long term, and I uh, just think that the Cincinnati Reds find a way to get another strong start behind Miner, who's saved his best stuff for the end of the season. So. Give me the Reds in this one. Pilkington, you say. Pilkington. Freaking Pilkington. Busted up my parlay. I like the over. I don't care. I know it's Mike Miner. I know he's been pitching well. I know it's Bryce Wilson. I know they're playing in a band box. Second best hitters parking baseball. It's the weather in Cincinnati. Man, there's so much rain around the country yesterday. It is blowing out to right out to left. About ten miles an hour plus. Yeah, I like the over. I also like Pilkington. The Blue Jays are playing against the Rays today. He seems battling it out for the wild card, but I would say that the wild card, the teams in the American League that are going to be in, it has been decided. You know, I think that at this point we could say that it's going to be the uh, 
the Rays, the Jays, and the Mariners. It's just a matter of what order. So, um, I mean, I think it's great that they get to decide this out on the field. Jose Barrios on the mound here for the Jays and Cooper Criswell getting started. Got a potential Criswell Pilkington parlay here. <laughs> They're really bringing him out today. They knew it was Monday. Yeah. They they knew they they knew I flew the red eye, and they knew I was in coach. <laughs> they're they're trying all the all funny business today. They're trying to get you to get you to crack, but uh, like what, the things you do to get home in time for your wife's birthday. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I'm going to go with the over here. I, I think uh, I think the Blue Jays' offense comes to play, and they get to Cooper Criswell, who really doesn't have you know much of anything to be excited about the lone start we saw from him last year uh one in the third innings against the san diego padres gave up three runs on six hits so uh to, if he has any sort of extended start here the blue jays are going to get him to crack and uh, jose brios you know at it used to be that at home he was a lot better but uh now in his last two home starts he's given up 12 runs over nine and two-thirds innings of work I think the uh, I think the Rays get to him here as well. I look for this game to end up in double digits, so I, I like the uh, the over here. I like the over as well, and uh, getting a crack at him. We know no one knows crack better than Chris Ruffalo. I mean, if the shoe fits, wear it. I've been told I was on crack more than <laughs> once in the YouTube comments. If I read it in the YouTube comments, it must be true. Must be true. Must be must true. be true. Must be true. I like. I noticed, and like you know, you you guys all get this, you know, as things continue to grow. But it's like over time, it's like the troll factor is like exponential. You know, it's just craziness out there. It is nuts. Pilkington. What are you selling today? You got any picks for sale? Yeah, that I do. I got a fifteen dollar pickoff play. I got the. How much uh, is that? I carry the one. Fifteen bucks. Nice. I think it's twelve seventy five. If you use the, uh, the the code win fifteen, we've hit thirteen of the last sixteen in the pickoff plays. Hoping to carry it forward into today. Start a new week strong. Also got my. What did you have yesterday for pickoff? Uh, pickoff yesterday, I had, oh boy, I'm trying to remember, the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks yesterday, caught that, Zach Allen's shutout, shutout streak ended, but the, uh, the winning streak kept going, so, um, caught that yesterday, I also got my Monday night NFL cash cow, and, uh, I also got a, a Monday night monster, uh, my Monday three pack includes, uh, the $15 pickoff play, the NFL Monday nighter, and, uh, an extra play for, uh, the MLB for 50 bucks of pick dogs. Okay. I've got a MLB $15 big play and then I got a uh, pick a Monday night football. <laughs> All for sale. Be sure to use that code. Win 15. Braxton Garrett takes on John Gray game two of the double header in Miami. John Gray was pretty good before he hit the IL. What do you think of this one? Yeah, yeah, he was. And I think that if the uh, Rangers are going to get one on the Marlins here, probably probably going to be this one. Um, I think John Gray 
you know, we, we've seen some starters come back from the IL and you know get blown up. I think this is a start where John Gray could come back and have some success against, like we mentioned, the uh, the, the weaker hitting Marlins lineup. Yeah, they're capable of going off. They've, they've picked up their offense a little bit lately, but we all know what this team has been over the last couple of months and hasn't been very, very productive at the plate. So I would lean towards the Texas Rangers in this one with John Gray. All right. Chris with the uh, minus 139 shades of gray over there. <laughs> go with the, uh, I'm going to go with the Rangers in this one as well. I like Garrett. I think that's going to be, you know, I like both these. I just, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with the Rangers. It's a this is a coin flip, obviously. The way that I'm going back and forth here on it, a L- little bit of a late pitching assignment, so I didn't get to do all the heavy lifting on it. But you know, this one is one that you really got to dig deep into, Chris. And that's the Mets taking on the Cubs with Chris Bassett against Javier Assad. Now, this is this was probably a very tough choice for you. What do you think? Yeah, I, I I racked my brain on this one. I was up I was up losing sleep about it, but I think I'm gonna go with the Mets on the run line here. I think uh, I just think Chris Chris Bassett, you know, the better pitcher here. We finally saw Javier Assad get shaken up in his last start. Gave up four runs, I believe it was over five and a third. And um, gonna have to see how he bounces back here against a, a, a Mets team that is focused on trying to trying to fend off the Braves and and try to lock up the NL East. And it's it's going to be a dogfight down the stretch. We knew it was we we knew it was going to be, but uh, yeah, I think the Mets have to take advantage of these softer spots in their schedule down the stretch to to make that NL East title a reality. So I'll take the Mets on the run line. This was one of those games where you know I just had to go back and you know I just said you know let, let me look at tomorrow where Degrom takes on Adrian Sampson, you know, dig into that one. It's like maybe if I get somewhere there, <laughs> I get somewhere here. But you know it's the Mets. You know I don't, I don't care how juicy it is. Throw it in your poly. Got the Dodgers taking on the Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly scratched for the Diamondbacks. Move back to DeMar to face off against Kershaw. Ryan Nelson gets the ball here against Tyler Anderson. Um, Rhino, the Rhinester. One start, seven innings, four hits, no runs. Seven strikeouts. Give me the D-backs here. All day and twice on Monday. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I initially I think I went towards the uh, the Dodgers early on, but yeah, seeing Ryan Nelson, I I had to kind of do a double take and just make sure that his start was as good as, as I had seen from the uh, from the stat line. But I watched sort of the condensed game, but he was throwing some nasty stuff. It's going to be interesting to see how he how he navigates this Dodger lineup, but I would take the Diamondbacks plus one and a half here. I think they could probably shock some people. I think a lot of people see Tyler Anderson against Nelson, who's made one start, and they'll probably jump all over the Dodgers here. But I would lean towards the uh, the Diamondbacks plus one and a half. Go to our next game. The Giants against the Braves. Alex Cobb against Spencer Strider. It's about as good as it gets here. It's a good one. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, you know, I, I really like uh, I really like the Braves here. This is a bit of a, a tough schedule spot for for you know I would say for the San Francisco Giants more than Atlanta. At least Atlanta was staying out on the West Coast, coming down from Seattle. But uh, the Giants played that Sunday nighter in Chicago. Now come back home 
and Alex Cobb, you know, I do like Alex Cobb and what he's been doing lately. But again, if Alex Cobb didn't have any bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. I think this is just another spot where he's got some bad luck with the, the Braves coming in with Strider, who can hit 100 with regularity and uh, and uh, playing in that pitcher's ballpark at Oracle. I, I, I like the Braves in this one. I think they get the job done. I like the Giants. I'm going to go to the other side here. I'm going to go with Cobb. That's where all the value is. The Braves, not so great on this road trip, you know, and um, the Giants generally, these are the games that they play well. The tough games is where the Giants play well. It's the easy games that they struggle. I'm going to take the Giants in this one. All right. We've made it. Short, short <laughs> field, but still took us half hour to get here. Chris, give these nice people a parlay and make it a winning parlay. I think, I think they would appreciate that. They deserve I, I, it. <laughs> oh, I absolutely agree. They do. I never come into trying to lose a parlay, but uh, for today, for the parlay, I'll go with the uh, Cleveland Guardians, the over between the Blue Jays and the Rays, and the New York Mets on the run line. Rangers game two. New York Metropolitans over Blue Jays, Rays, and the San Francisco Giants. Team Monday. This is Mitch for Chris. Thanks for joining us. Make it a winning day. And uh, Premium VIP, it's going to be a combo show today. So uh, be sure to tune in for that. Uh, I'll be live at halftime with Jay Briggs, and uh, we'll see if we can agree on something. It's like we've gone the opposite direction. It's like <laughs> last, last year was like everything I say is like, you know, I really think I should start painting my toenails. Absolutely. Great idea. It's like... <laughs> Um, you know, this I year, it. I love it. <laughs> this year, it's uh, it's like I I don't agree with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You should do a double coat. All right, <laughs> make it a winning day, everyone. We appreciate each and every one of you.